Blog Talk Radio. wonderful guest scheduled, Ms. Antoinette Marie Davis, and we will be with her shortly. Just want to say thank you guys for tuning in. We always appreciate you at Black Writer Space and hope that you continue to support us. Follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, and continue to follow us. You can um, send us an email at Black Writer Space, that's with two S's at gmail.com. So, the nitty-gritty, um, we have such a um, good topic tonight. Um, our guest, she has volumes on the church folk, and we all know sometimes we get in the church and it can get a little tingly, a little messy, but, you know, it's always something going on in the in the midst of it. We always wanted to be about the spirit and about the Lord and Jesus. And, you know, we want to go in and we always want to have our, you know, spirits fed. And we want to hear what the pastor has to say. But we always know that there can be sister such and such and brother, brother James over here who's sleeping with uh, Sister Mary and, you know, um, uh, sister uh, such and such. The brother just got off out of jail, and you know because we're human, we're coming to the church to pray and ask the Lord to help us get through these day to day things that we deal with as as human beings. So I'm very excited about that. We have a lot of things coming up. We're looking for our first expo coming soon in May, so please stay tuned for that. We will keep that posted on Facebook. Also, keep looking on our Facebook page. We have a lot of specials posted for people who want to have um, interviews or packages done to promote your book. We all know that it's wonderful to write a book, and it's wonderful to actually it's hard hard work, and we put our blood, sweat, and tears in it, and then we look and we get it in print, and some of us are self-published, others aren't, but we, we finally get it whether it's through someone else or not, and 
is available, and you can download it, and you can order it off of our websites and wait. Nobody knows about it. So it is important for us to get these interviews done and to get our information out so that others will know about our books. So continue to know that at um, Black Writer Space, we support our authors. We continue to promote them, and we can, and we will in the future have an expo so that we can continue to, um, you know, sit down and go through their books. We're trying to make sure we have all of our writers' books available um, in our studio. So again, just keep posted and just you know, keep keep. Keep looking. Look on the website. If anybody knows Miss Mocha, she she's on Facebook all the time, so she continues to promote and she continues to um, she continues to I keep keep you posted of who's going to be on every night, who's going to be um, our guest for the evening and upcoming guest. If anyone has any questions or anything, please feel free to call in. Well, our guest has not joined us yet, so that's why I'm kind of just talking a little bit. But please keep free to call. Uh, feel free to call in. Also, we want you to make sure that you keep um, keep your eyes out for our magazine, which we will be having our first edition coming out in March, and that will be our Black Writers Space magazine. It'll have our featured are um, authors that we've had since we started in December. So please feel free to look for it. I am so, so, so excited. We will have our healthcare corner in there. So remember, guys, if you have any questions, any comments, any concerns regarding health, please send us an email, and what we'll do is I will either answer them and continue to listen now for what our health care question or our health care um, comment will be uh, each week. And that way you can, you know, if you want to jump in and ask, I try to give you a, a heads up, but you can always jump in and, um, you know, shoot me a quick email and say, hey, D, you know, I'm concerned about this or I'm concerned about that. And, uh, you know, I will try to address that as well. Or even during the show. Um, you know, once we're doing the healthcare corner, you can also feel free to call in and ask any question um, about what we're discussing. I know we've covered writer's block, we've covered depression, we've covered um, started covering diabetes, and that's actually going to be a series. So please, please keep in, uh, keep keep tuning in. Also. For those of you who don't like to call in, remember that at times, and we'll keep you posted on what days we have it, we also have our champagne room, which you can um, tune in to. You can also call in and and just send an e- a, a message um, on the Internet. So, okay, our guest is calling in now, so we're going to go ahead and bring her on. Hello? Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. This is Dee. I'm one of the co-hosts of Black Writers Space. I'd like to thank you so much for joining us this evening. We really appreciate you taking time out of your busy day and just giving us an opportunity to come and learn about what it is that you have put your blood, sweat, and tears into, as I like to say. Well, thank you so much for inviting me to come on. I appreciate it. Absolutely. For our guest, this is Mrs. Antoinette Marie Davis. I'm sorry. I was looking. I was wanting to say if you were Mrs. or Miss, and I didn't want to mispronounce, but Mrs. Antoinette Marie Davis. And I am so excited to hear about your books, Learning Lessons on the Church. Folk, Volumes 1 and 2, and I know 3 and 4 are going to be coming out shortly, right? Yes, they are. Okay, so for our listeners, please tell us a little bit about yourself, and we'll start there. All right. Well, good evening, listeners. My name is Antoinette Marie Davis, and I am the author of Lessons on Church Folk, Volume 1 and Volume 2, and I actually 
started writing these books as a response to bereavement. My grandfather was the inspiration behind the entire Lessons on Church Folk series. It was during this time when I was taking care of him before he passed that I found out that he had terminal cancer. Mm. And he's been a long-standing church member for over 60 years. And I truly thought that it was a situation that God could turn around and he would live to be 100 or 110. But as it turned out, God chose a different route. And he did pass away at the age of 86. And when he passed away, I took it very hard, before he passed and even afterwards, because he was a strong force in my life. I sat next to him in church for over 28 years, mm-hmm. and it really rocked my world. So as a result of his passing, I decided to go to counseling. And when I went to counseling, I was talking out my bereavement issues, and my counselor told me, you write better than you actually articulate yourself. Wow. And the more I wrote... I just started writing one quote at a time, and I did it as a joke on Facebook. This whole series started on Facebook, and some friends of mine were like, I can't believe you just said that about church folks, and I said, well, I think I'm on to something. So I went from the first story to 400 stories. Wow. Um, now, how long did that take from the first story to, to 400 stories? Probably not long, did it? No, it took me about seven months because I was writing three, four stories a day. Wow, wow. I see. Okay. All right. And you said, and, and you know what? That's something that we've had a lot of publishers come on and a lot of um, writing coaches and mentors, and they say, you know, everyone has a story. And if you have the passion to write or if you feel that you want to get something out, just start by writing, you know, just writing something. And then It'll come together, so it's interesting that you said you know said that because we have a lot of listeners that are aspiring authors that want to get a story out but don't know how to do it. So just you saying that much is an inspiration to a lot of people because they feel that, you know, oh, you have to know so much. You have to be able to sit down and write a 1,000 pages a day, and it's really not like that. Like you said, you started off writing a quote, so... Kudos to you for that. So tell tell us about Lessons on Church Folk, and tell us a little bit about exactly what the meat and potatoes is about it. Okay. Basically, Lessons on Church Folk is a collection of things that I have thought of in my mind, conversations that I've had with people, personal experiences. I just pretty much put everything together, and I put it in one book. And each story starts out with a character, and each character has their own story. So say, for example, in one story I talk about gossip. So Mm -hmm. I talk about this character and how they serve on a certain committee in church. And they do certain things in this committee. They're helpful to other people. They bring other people to Christ. But they have an issue, such as gossiping. They gossip about this, about that, but they don't gossip about themselves. And... Mm -hmm. Pretty much I circle a story around that in terms of she gossips about this person, the person finds out about it, and they come to her and ask her did she say it, and, of course, she hides behind a rock. (laughs) And each story I sum it up with, if it's not your story, don't talk about it. So there's Mm -hmm. an ending point, a, a point of advice in every single story at the end. So a lesson to be learned in each lesson, huh? That's amazing. Now, how did your family and friends receive it when you put everything together? Did you have a lot of support? I did. I had a lot of support. Actually, in the beginning, during the actual writing process, nobody knew about it except my immediate family, which is my mother and my father and my sister. Okay. And I kept it restricted because I didn't want anybody to know what the title was because you just never know. Somebody might steal your idea. That's true. That ooh, everybody listen. That's true. People say it all the time. Copyright your ideas. Or, you know, be careful of what you say and to who you say it to. So you're absolutely right about that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> oh, no problem. My family, when I told them about it, especially my mother, when I first told her about it, I sent her a couple quotes, and she's like, Tony, I cannot believe that you said this. She said, but you told the truth. And mm-hmm. my mother's real cool, calm, and collected, so... Because she's been a church member all her life, it's kind of like, I can't believe it. My daughter is now writing a book like this. 
but she was very supportive in it. So I went to my dad, who's a Baptist minister and has been for a long time. I said, Dad, what you think about lessons on church folks? And he fell out laughing. He said, Tony, I cannot believe. So with everybody, has been, I can't believe you writing this down. But you told the truth, though. So right. it's been very supportive. Everybody from my home church, my dad's church, has been supportive of the project. The community has really supported it as well. That is amazing. Now tell me about the process that you went through, if you did self-publishing, or how did you go about taking, putting excerpts on Facebook and speaking to your family about it and then writing it to actually getting it to be published? Okay. Well, I started out with one quote, and it's strange, but I actually only planned on publishing a book on quotes. Okay. So, I wrote the first 100 quotes, and then some of my friends were like, when are you going to stop? I said, I'm going to stop at 200. And then it got Mm -hmm. too good to me. I kept going to 300, and then I said, I'm going to stop at 400, at least temporarily. Mm -hmm. And I ran the idea by a friend of mine. I said, what do you think about publishing a book on quotes? And he said, well, that's a good idea, but you know what you're saying. But what if your audience doesn't connect with what you're saying? And he said, well, why don't you write some stories to go along with it? I said, now, you know you're wrong. You're going to ask me to write 400 stories. (laughs) But as it turned out, he was right. 400 stories with the quotes, it matched up together. And after I finished the actual process, the actual book was going to be 400 stories. And I said, I don't know a book like this. And I don't know if I would read a book that had 400 stories in it. So I said, let me split it in half. Let me make it volume one and volume two. Okay. 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 So after that, I went online. Since it was a since it's a Christian book, I went online. I looked at some Christian publishers, mm-hmm. and I looked at my content, and I looked at what they say they will and won't publish, and mm-hmm. I decided to go mainstream. Okay, okay. I was just about to ask you that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so I found okay. a publisher online, and I looked everywhere for different critiques and you know what is what do people think of this publisher? Are they good? Do they give you creative control? And based on everything that I saw, read, and I actually spoke to the people there, I decided to go with Mill City Press. And they oh. gave me creative control over my entire project. The first thing I did was design the cover for both books, and I actually did the publishing for both books at the same time. Okay. Okay, so, so they were I'm very excited. Yeah, two books ready to go, ready for print. Yes. Absolutely. And I'm going to... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So we did that. I got to pick all of the fonts that I wanted for each book, each page, and I got to include a picture on the back. So overall, the process was wonderful, but the publishing process is the easiest project. Marketing it, that's the hard part. Absolutely. I was just talking about that before you got on the air. So tell us a little bit about that, about the marketing and how you've been able to market your book, your books, pardon me, and how that process has been for you. Okay. Well, the first thing that I did when I got the books published, I had a book signing at my home church. So wherever you are, if you're if you have family in the area, if you have a church home in the area, start with the community first because people will say, oh, you started somewhere else and we've been with you and we've supported you for all these years and they'll feel disappointed. Yes. So I started with a book signing and then – Before the book signing, I actually did a newspaper article because I said I need to alert the community that this is going to be happening. Absolutely. So after that, I said, well, I have to grow beyond just the area that I grew up in. So I went on Facebook, and I joined some literature groups on Facebook. And within those groups, I was able to find out about different radio shows. And I said, well, I'm not sure if I'm ready for a radio show just yet. So I did five or six more book signings. And then when the winter started, which was in January of this year, I said I really need to get serious about doing radio interviews because I need to reach an audience that I may not particularly be able to see, but I want them to know about the books as well. Absolutely. So I did radio. I'm doing radio now. And as well, I'm doing magazine articles. I'm asking magazines, can I do or can they do book reviews for my books so that way that can get it out to a greater audience as well. And even word of mouth. As, as an author, do not be ashamed to have books in your trunk. I have books in my trunk right now. 
absolutely, absolutely. To be right there on site and be able to autograph the book, that means a lot to people, absolutely. It does. Me a book today, and right when we drove away, I thought, man, he didn't autograph the book, you know. That means a lot for to be able to say, this is a great book. I met the author. She or he autographed the book for me. It means a lot to people, so... You know, those are the ones that are going to go when it's time to move and you're trying to figure out what you can and can't take. Sometimes you're going you're gonna to make sure you take your autograph books. <laughs> exactly. You sure will. So um, that's good. That That is great. Now, where can your books be published so that, I mean, uh, purchased so that our um, listeners will know? Well, my books can be purchased on barnesandnoble.com as well as amazon.com. And each book has its very own website. The website for Lessons on Church Folk Volume 1 is www.lessonsonchurchfolk.com. And the website for Lessons on Church Folk Volume 2 is www.lessonsonchurchfolk.com. That's a good idea. That's a great idea because people may want to know about the book and don't know where to go. They can Google it and put it in there, and it pops right up. So that's an awesome idea, awesome idea. We're going to get ready to take a break, but I, and I don't want to put you on the spot, so that's why I want to kind of take a break at this point. But I want to know if you can kind of, when we come back, give our listeners a couple of your quotes so we can they can kind of get a little bit of idea of some of the things that are in the book. Is that okay? I sure will. Not a problem. Okay, great. We're going to take a break, and we will be right back with Antoinette Marie Davis. Good evening. We are on the air with Black Writer Space, and we are featuring this evening Antoinette Marie Davis. She has two books out right now, Lessons on Church Folk, Volume 1 and 2. And right before the break, I asked her to put her on the spot a little bit and asked her if she would give us a couple of her um, quotes so that we can get get a little feel of what her books are about. So, Antoinette, you have the spotlight, my dear, and it's on you. Take it whenever you're ready. All right. This is the first quote in Chapter 1, and it reads, In church, 
You seek to find a closer walk with Christ. But when you get there, you are met with gossip, ignorance, lack of trust, backbiters, cheaters, thieves, etc. But how do you get beyond these things where your main goal is to focus on God and then stay out of other folks' business and perhaps they will stay out of yours as well? Oh, we. <laughs> I was talking about that. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. A quote from Chapter 48 says, In church, we laugh at people who make visible mistakes. We poke fun at them, and sometimes we make them feel that they cannot recover from the mistake that was made. In doing that, we are judging them, and we are very wrong for doing that. A person's past does not predict their future success or failure. The next time you point your finger at someone's mistake, point that finger at yourself. Ooh wee. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. It's very true. It is very true, and that is very good. That is very good. Do you have any more you want to share, or was that it? I sure do. I have plenty more. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Give us a couple more. Okay. A quote from Chapter 52. In church, some people come in with hidden labels. Some are thieves, convicted felons, pedophiles, child abuse, hers, or people who have issues with lust. We need to be mindful of the children that we have in our care. If your child tells you that they've been touched inappropriately, please take their word and report it. We have to be proactive in protecting the safety of our children. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Children should always feel comfortable coming to adults and telling them that something inappropriate has happened to them. Every adult that has a child, a niece, a nephew, a a sister, a cousin, some child close to them, should be able to tell them, if someone touches you inappropriately, please tell. And by all means, adult, if a child comes to you and tells you that they have been touched inappropriately, please, please, please take that to heart and listen to what they have to say. Absolutely. so true. I agree 100%. I was, um, uh, unfortunately, um, my stepdaughter... Uh, came and told that she had been um, inappropriately molested. And um, when we went to speak to um, the other adults about it, uh, they did not believe her. So it was a a battle and a fight, and um, unfortunately things just had to take place before you know, something can be done about it, but we almost definitely encourage everyone to please, please, please. We have so many, we have had several people on that have, you know, a lot of their, some of their stories or backgrounds have been about molestation and their books have been about, you know, some, you know, things that have happened in their lives that have stemmed from that. And it's something that can be very hurtful, very scarring. Um, self-esteem can be injured, um, you know, especially with young girls. And Well, I won't, both girls and boys, I won't single anyone out. But definitely, definitely, that is so, so true. I agree with that. Okay, go ahead. Next one. Oh, all right. The quote from Chapter 224 says, In life, emotional abuse does occur. Emotional abuse can begin with unresolved trust issues. Then the victim is complimented by their abuser. Over time, the compliments turn into insults, cursing, degrading, and violent behavior. In due time, the self-esteem of the victim gets extremely low. The only way to get out is to pray, leave, and never look back. You deserve the best. Don't ever settle. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is awesome. A lot of times, even as young women uh, in teenage years, I know a lot of girls start out 
and they get boyfriends who dote on them and, and give them compliments, and then you start to see the abuse or, you know, the verbal abuse coming in, and, and you see the change in them, and a lot of times parents don't know what's going on, and they're like, what, you know, what's going on with you? And they think, oh, he loves me or he likes me so much because you got that whole period where they come back in and they, you know, love on them. So absolutely, it, I'm telling you, this is some good stuff, girl. This is some good stuff you got in here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, give a relationship quote. Ooh, we go ahead. Give us those two. All right. Okay. Chapter 309 reads, in life, we try to change people. You cannot change a boyfriend who chooses not to be committed to you. Hmm. If he has certain character traits that you hated when you dated him, he probably has those same character traits after you marry him. Hmm. If a guy does not love and respect himself, how can he love you? Solution, you married him, so don't be surprised that his behavior has not changed. Wake up. Woo-wee. That's the truth. The monster that you woke up with was the one you went to bed with. <laughs> That's true. That's that the same true. one. Nothing happened overnight. Nobody put nothing in your Kool-Aid. Nobody switched out switched out to your husband or your wife. The monster <laughs> you went to bed with is the same one you're going to wake up next to. That's the truth, my dear. Oh. Okay, and we're going to go ahead with your last one, your uh, uh, relationship quote. Go ahead. Okay. This is chapter 314 in life. Men try to change women. They try to change her clothes, shoes, personality, hair, etc. If you met her in a bar, please know that she will not leave the bar scene for you. If she dated many guys at a time, she will not stop just because you came along. Stop trying to change her. Either you accept her and her flaws or you can keep it pushing. Oh, wait. Oh wait! I'm telling you, that's the, that's the truth. If you met her stripping, <laughs> hey, you being real. <laughs> Don't be surprised. <laughs> Don't be surprised if she's trying to hustle you out your money. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Wow, those are awesome. Now, does each quote have a separate chapter? Is that how it goes, yes. or each? Topic has a separate chapter. Each quote and story is just one chapter. Okay, so that quote that you gave us, that part that you gave us, then has a story behind it. Yes. That that's fantastic. That is very very creative. Now, how did you? Is this just lessons learned by Antoinette Marie Davis, or did you do some research? Tell me how you got to the the um, bare bones of the things that you put in your books. Well, some things are lessons learned. Some things are observations. Some things are from conversations that I've had with other people and. Mm-hmm. Others are just things that I just thought about over time and just decided to write about it. Well, it sounds it sounds like at first I thought it was going to be, um, you know, think you know like a like a kind of joke joking approach, but it seems that you have humor, truth, reality, and you also have a a, a lesson to be learned, really. You know, and that's awesome because some you know it seems like the things that you're telling are things that can uplift and also feed the soul, and that's ultimately what we want when we go to church. We want to feed our spirit, man, and so it seems like you have good food for the soul in your book, so we appreciate that. We really do. Absolutely. And so tell us about any upcoming projects that you have. Well, right now I'm working on Lessons on Church Folk Volume 3, and Volume 4, and Lessons on Church for Volume 4 will be similar to the other three, but it will hone in on 40 practical life lessons that we can all learn from. Okay. Okay. And now are they going to be, is it, so you see in Volume 4 is going to be a little different. Is Volume 3 going to be kind of the same as 1 and 2, just kind of a, a continuation or is three going to be something different as well? Volume three is going to be a continuation of the first two volumes. 
Okay, great. And what what made you um what what's going to be different? I know you said it's going to be 40 um practical things that we can learn in volume 4, but it seems like you have that in each one already. What's going to be different? The different part is I have taken a different approach with volume 4 because I started blogging. Okay. And within my blogs, I'm talking about a specific issue and mm-hmm. I'm going just from this is what Antoinette believes that you should do. These are ten practical steps that you can do in order to get out of this situation. For example, I talked about lying. Mm-hmm. And I went back to Bill Clinton and how he lied about being with Monica Lewinsky. Oh, wait. And, mm-hmm. and, oh, yeah, I had to go back. <laughs> <laughs> and I outlined ten steps on how a person can stop lying to other people. Okay, okay. And that's so basically and, and it's more real. Yes. I understand now. Absolutely. Now you do you have your own blog site? Yes, I do. Okay, and tell the listeners what that is. Okay, my blog site is lessons on I'm sorry, I'm writing <laughs> writing it down. Dot blogspot dot com. Okay. Yes. And do you find that a lot of people come in and share a lot of stories with you and and is this something is it it seems like it's almost therapeutic as well. Would you would you say that? It's very therapeutic, but I have found that people have come to believe that I'm a counselor of some sort. And I am <laughs> not. I am just a listener. So when this whole thing came out, people were dropping stuff in my Facebook inbox, and I'm like, now, wait a minute, I am not trained in that. <laughs> <laughs> but you but you do, you are, um, you do have a, a nice um, history, educational history, I should say. So tell us a little, I, I don't, I didn't want to not speak on that. Um, tell us a little bit about your degrees, and I know you're on, you're alumni, uh, at a few universities, so tell us a little bit about that. Okay. Well, I started my educational experience for college at Lake Michigan College back home. It's a small community college, and I was there for two years, and I completed my Associates of Arts in secondary education. After that, I went to Oakwood University, and it is a prestigious Seventh-day Adventist university, and I was there for two and a half years and I finished my Bachelor of Arts in Mathematics with a minor in Accounting. And it was during that time that I was kind of deciding on if I wanted to be a secondary math teacher or if I wanted to be a college math professor. So I tried out both areas, and as it turns out, I decided to go the professor route. So I went to Wayne State, and I knew I needed to get, get a master's. So I was there at Wayne, and I completed my Master of Arts in Applied Mathematics so that I could be able to teach undergraduate math courses. And at this point, I had to think about it and say, well, master's is good, but what if somebody else comes along with a Ph.D., then they might take my job. So right now I'm in my third year of doctoral studies, and I have completed all of my coursework, and I am in the semester where I am doing comprehensive examinations. So I'm almost there. So I say about another year and a half, and I'll be done. You go, girl. You go and look at that. None of that, ha- none of what you're writing has to do anything with what you're teaching. That's interesting. <laughs> now, would you? <laughs> um, do, are your do your students? Or do you get to teach students? And you are a teacher, right? A professor. I'm, I'm an online math instructor. Okay. Okay. So I'm sure some of your students um, have probably read your things and read and, and have you had a response from any of your students? I haven't had a response from any of my students, but I have had a response from my professors. Your professors, okay, okay. Yes. I'm sure they have. I'm sure they have. That's amazing. Um, it's always, you know, as here at Black Writer Space, we always promote education and you, it just goes to show that you don't have to study what your passion is. You know, you can be passionate about one thing and write about something else. So, again, um, we appreciate 
you know, just the fact that you want to give back and teach, especially mathematics, which is a very hard subject. So I know um, I was reading your bio, and it said that you had a love for math at a very early age. And so, you know, it's very important to grab people and, and get them stuck, you know, keep them going with it because math is hard. And a lot of people don't get it, and a lot of people don't like it, but we definitely have to use it every day. That's true. That is very true. And I wasn't always good at it, but my parents stayed on me, especially coming up in today's times. You can't just not learn math. You have to learn it. You have to know what you're doing. When you're at a grocery store, just because they give you change, you can't just accept that. You need to count it down and make sure that that's the right amount of change. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Now, your tutoring, are, um, your, I'm sorry, you do it online and you do undergraduate, you said? Yes. Okay, great, great. That's absolutely fantastic. Now, as far as, um, I know you said you joined literature book clubs, and um, we were kind of trying to ask our authors here, you know, we were trying to get a sense of the people that we've spoken with, about um, joining book clubs, and if you feel that an online book club is the best or the actual physical book club is the best, which one would you kind of say has been more successful for you? I would say for me the online book club works best because you're not just accessing people in your city, you're accessing people all around the world. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And from my experience, I look at the online book club as being able to reach all kinds of people. I can be honest, over 80% of my radio interviews have come from those literature book clubs, just going down the news feed and seeing who has a radio show, whose interests match mine, and where can my book best be showcased. So I think that because tons of people are on those online book clubs, I think that's the best place in order for you to take your book worldwide. Now, if you just want to be local, then the local book club will be the best place to go. That's a good point. A lot of people think that the online book club is um, impersonable and they that a, a lot of times it's hard to keep up with people. But like you said, you reach a much broader audience. And, you know, nowadays everything is at everyone's fingertips. And you definitely want to make sure that you can do whatever you can to promote your product. So you are absolutely right. And you are, your books are available um, where? Tell the listeners where they can get your books again. My books, Lessons on Church Folk, Volume 1 and Volume 2, are both available on BarnesandNoble.com. There's a Nook version available as well. It's really? available on Amazon.com, and there's a Kindle version available also. And Great. the book's websites are Lessons on Church Folk, B-O-L, the number one, dot com. And the website for Volume 2 is www.lessonsonchurchfolk, B-O-L, two, dot com. And, of course, my blog, again, is lessonsonchurchfolk.blogspot.com. Oh right now, do you so you do you also do a radio show? You just have the blog that you respond back and forth to. I have just the blog. Okay, okay, great. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely we're definitely gonna um, look into that. And you know, you always have a fellow supporter here at Black Writers Space, so um, we will continue to follow you. Um, now, are you on Twitter? Yes, I am on Twitter as well as Facebook. Okay, and it's your entire name. Can you just give the listeners those sites for for us? Sure. On Facebook, my Facebook name is Antoinette Miss Fashion Davis. <laughs> and on Twitter, it's at Miss Fashion Davis. Okay, and what's your preferred method of being contacted? Because a lot of times this day and age with all of the different technologies and the way that we can reach everybody, which way would you rather um, be, you know, what's your preferred method? My preferred method is Facebook because it's connected to my cell phone and I always have my cell phone with me. So if anybody wants to contact me, Facebook is the place to do it. 
Okay, so there you have it, guys. Lessons on church folk. We have a um, a, a, a young lady here who has given us the nitty gritty on the lessons on church folk. It seems that this these books not only have some humor in it, but also some for real life lessons that need to be learned. And it seems like it's food for the soul. So we definitely support you. We definitely will continue to follow you. Um, we uh, have our Black Wire Space magazine will be coming out, and so we will be featuring our past guests um, that have been on our show. So definitely continue to follow us on Facebook so that you can get all that information and um, continue to get, you know, all the information that you need as far as who's coming up and when our expo is going to be. When um, we have the expo, of course, we're definitely going to invite you. And we appreciate so much that you took the time out of your busy schedule to sit and talk with us. I know you have your own things going on. And so for sure, we just appreciate you here at Black Writer Space. Is there anything else that you want to uh, let the listeners know before we wrap it up? Yes. I'd like to tell your listeners, please go out and get these books. These books are for church members, non-church members, people who have left church, people who are considering switching churches, people who are not even affiliated with the church. But you will find humor in these stories because it comes down to real life. And above all things, I hope you enjoy the books. And as much as possible, feel free to give feedback because I'm in the writing stages for Volume 3 and Volume 4, and I welcome any feedback that you have. Absolutely. Absolutely. We need that feedback as writers because we want to know what you as our audience are listening for, looking for, thinking about, and we want to know what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong so we can reach a broader amount of people and get where we're trying to go. So absolutely, we always appreciate feedback. Now I'm going to ask you to do us a favor and we're doing this so that we can kind of uh, replay it. But can you just go ahead and say your name and just say um, that, just for me say, this is Antoinette Marie Davis, and I am on Black Writer Space Radio. Sure. On Black Space Radio. Sure. Okay. This is. This is Antoinette Marie Davis, the author of Lessons on Church Folk, Volume 1 and Volume 2, and I am on Black Writer Space Radio. Yes. We appreciate you. I wish you much, 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 much success with 1 and 2 as well as 3 and 4. You guys go out and get these books, please. Continue to support her. Um, send her, shoot her an, uh, an, a, a Facebook message and let her know. Any questions, I'm sure she's willing to ask. And anything, that, if you, it's available everywhere. Kindle, Nook, that, I mean, those, that right there, those things are amazing, aren't they? I have to get yes, me they one. Are. I have to get one for myself, but for those of you that have it, it's available right at your fingertips, so you can get it right now tonight and be reading and laughing about it and get a lesson all the same time before you go to bed. (laughs) 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 Again, though, we really appreciate you uh, being here and Please continue to follow us on Facebook for our upcoming events, and we will definitely have you back. So please let us know when 3 comes out. Are you going to publish 3 and 4 together, or are you going to do it as separate projects? I'm going to do 3 and 4 at the same time. Okay. So please let us know when you have um, gotten those out so that the people who have already gotten it, uh, one and two who have listened to this interview, who are excited, I know they are because I am, please let us know so they can run out and be ready to go get Volumes 3 and 4 because, you know, we do keep everyone, you know, updated even if, you know, you aren't here. And then we'll just set up something else to have you come back so that we can definitely uh, talk about those books as well, okay? 
Right. Thank you so much for having me, having me on. I appreciate it, and thank you, listeners, for tuning into the interview. Yes, thank you. You have a wonderful evening. You as well. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. There you have it, Black Writer Space listeners. We have Miss Antoinette Davis, Marie Davis tonight. Lessons on Church Folk, Volume 1 and 2. Boy, I tell you, it sounds like it's going to be good. And it sounds like it's a lot of lessons. So I'm definitely interested, definitely want to see what she has to offer. It's going to be great. She has a blog site. I hope that you got all of the information that she um, sent out. Each book has its own website, Lessons on Church Folk, Volume 1.com. Lessons on Church Folk, Volume 2.com. So please support her. Please go out, rush to your stores, or if you have Kendra or Nook, download it and get these books. And we will continue to support her as well um, on Volumes 3 and 4. So there you have it. We're going to take a quick break, and then we will be right back. Okay, we are back. Um, hi, if you are just tuning in, this is Black Writer Space Radio. We just had our guest on, Miss Antoinette Marie Davis. She has two books out now, Lessons on Church Folk Volume 1 and Lessons on Church Folk Volume 2. Um, she gave us a couple of excerpts from her books, and they sound absolutely wonderful. Um, some of them were a little funny, others um, about gossiping and lying, and um, then others were a little bit serious about sexual molestation or inappropriate touching and children, as well as um, emotional and verbal abuse. So it seems that uh, her books run the entire spectrum. So please, please, please go out and get the book. One thing about being an author is that we need the support of our audience. So it's wonderful to get on air and talk about the book. It's wonderful to see it on Facebook. It's wonderful to hear excerpts and everything, but what we really need you to do is go and get the book. (laughs) So, um, you know, it's just another part of the marketing process. So 
We appreciate her for coming on and spending her time with us this evening, as well as you all, all of our callers. Thank you guys for calling, and not callers, but listeners. I know you're not the, you didn't want to be on the radio this evening, and that's fine. We appreciate our listeners as well. We just like to see our screen light up. So for all of you that have listened to the show tonight, thank you. For all of you all that will come back and listen, thank you. Because here at Black Writer Space, you can always go online and you can listen to another show. So if you missed it, if you've seen postings on your Facebook page that say that we have had previous authors like Nikki Turner, Zane, uh, Monique Smith, um, uh, I'm trying to think of um Kale Belvin, um, Omar Tyree. You know, we've had so many wonderful, wonderful authors on, and so definitely you can go back and listen to any of those, their catalog, and enjoy it. And please send us an email and let us know, hey, I went back and listened to you know, this show or that show, and I really enjoyed it. Please send in your information, uh, send in um, any questions, comments, or concerns that you may have. Again, with the healthcare corner, sometimes um, there's things going on you may not know about and you may want to find out. And even though you look it up on the Google, you can Google something and it will explain to you what it is. It will tell you what it is. But Google can explain to you what it is. So if you want a nurse, I'm a nurse, So if you want a nurse, I'm not a physician, but if you want someone to kind of walk you through the process just quickly and tell you what it is until you can get to the doctor or until you talk to your friend again or whatever, you know, please feel free to send that in as well. Our website here is blackwriterspace with two S's at gmail.com. Also, um, I've also set up my um, my also I've set up my email address, and it's d bridges on black writer space that's bws radio dot com. So it's d bridges with an s on bws at gmail dot com. I know it sounds a little Jumble. But again, it's D E B R I D G E S on B W S radio dot com. So please feel free to shoot me an email and tell us what you think. Tell us how you feel about the show, what you think about it. Do you like it? Any suggestions? We always love that. Um, we appreciate you guys, and again, it's so it's so funny. We all have a story from somebody at church. You know, we go to we we go to church on Sundays or Wednesdays whenever Bible study is. But a lot of times, like I said, we want the focus to be straight on the Lord and oh, holy, holy. But <laughs> the truth, the reality of it is, is that it's really not. We got. There's 15 different people with sad conversations after service talking about who's doing what and how it's being done. So I'm sure that we have a lot in store when reading this book. And don't forget to also visit her blog site. She said it's lessonsonchurchfolk.blogspot.com. So... Go on there, see what she has to offer, see if you have maybe a story that you may want to share. You never know. It may end up in her book, or she may end up having something similar to it in her book. Again, we want to encourage you guys to continue to listen. Some days there may be authors that you're familiar with, but here at Black Writer Space, we like to feature everybody, you know, whether it's the independent author who is just getting their book published um, and they're trying, you know, in the process of doing their marketing to the well-known 
authors that are out there with the big publishing companies, it doesn't matter to us. We like to feature everyone down to the pastor all the way to the poet. So please feel free. Send us your information. Send, you know, if you're an author, you're an aspiring, uh, aspiring author. Excuse me. Um, if you are a, if you are um, an, a poet, musician, um, you know, we we cover the entire gamut. We want to have a variety here. So please feel free to send that information in. And um, let us know what you think. We're still uh, working on having some type of a writing contest. I want to have a young author's contest for young adults to have a voice and be able to write a story of 500 words or less. So we're going to work on that. And if you have any ideas, any writing ideas or any promotional ideas, please feel free to send that in as well. Don't forget to go to Miss um, Mocha's um, page to make sure you get the marketing packages that we have. She's a, we're available on Facebook, Twitter, blog site. We're everywhere as well. So, Make sure that when you put the site in, you put two S's in the black writer's space because it can be a little bit confusing. But, again, that's black writer's space with two S's. We appreciate you guys so much. Um, Continue to support us, and we will continue to support you We want you to have a blessed, blessed, blessed weekend. Stay safe for everybody that's in Chicago. Be careful with the snow. Here we go with snow again. Thought we were done with that. Silly me. Even this late February, I should have known better. (laughs) But, Ms. Monka, we will be back on Monday. We have a wonderful guest scheduled. Please uh, keep an eye on the Facebook page to... um, Keep our uh, keep a, a eye out for who is going to be, and as always, be blessed and uh, just continue to support us. We we appreciate you. We love you guys, and that will conclude our show for this evening. You all have a wonderful, blessed weekend. Goodbye. We have been trying so hard to get over you. It simply can't. Because the love we shared through the years meant so much to me. All I'm looking for is just a serious relationship. So I have to hold all my life. Why don't you give me that commitment?